Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy and I've got Caleb sitting here with me and welcome to an episode from our Van Life series where we talk about our life living in our 2006 converted Dodge Sprinter van. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Thanks hey, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Ames. <laughs> I invited you on today. Thank right? you. <laughs> yeah, we are recording today from a place that we have never been before. So like in our one and a half plus years of being in a van, this is a new spot for us. And it has been a while since we've been in a new spot. This new spot that we are in right now is in the town of Escalante, Utah. Escalante. Escalante. It's fun to say. Yeah, it is. Which is kind of crazy. I kind of want to backtrack on like our journey to get here because I actually, I heard about Escalante like a while ago. I mean, years ago. Yeah. Like when we were we, still living in Denver, we heard about Escalante. Yeah, before we were living in the van, we'd heard about Escalante. And so it's kind of like just set in the back of our minds, I feel like, ever since then. At least it's set in the back of my mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's set in the back of my mind, and like now we're finally here. How did we get here? <laughs> Um, <laughs> driving in the van. Yes, yes, <laughs> is, that's is true. a good one. That's true. Yes. We officially left the desert where we had spent our winter in Arizona and have made it up to Utah. And when we were making this plan, we decided to come through Escalante, to come through a place we had never been before instead of just going straight to Moab or straight to a spot that we had been before. Well, now that we're getting into like, you know, repeating seasons of the van, this is our, did we decide our second spring? Yeah. Our second spring, but it will be our third NBA playoffs in the van. Oh. That is an important <laughs> note right there. We have watched, uh, the first one was when they were playing in the bubble. And uh, if you don't care about sports, this is irrelevant, but that, <laughs> that does, is, it does seem a little odd that we've seen three thought. different playoffs of the National Basketball Association, for those of you who don't know what the NBA stands for. <laughs> and those are about to start again. But this is our second spring, and we've said that before, spring is the hardest. It's but still the hardest, in it's case still you the were hardest. wondering. Yes. What, what temp did he get down to last night here in Escalante? I mean, 2020? Was 20. it 20? Uh, 20 the was like the official... On the, uh, I think, our weather app that we were using. Um, but, yeah, there's been a cold front coming through. And that's just the hardest part about spring. You just don't know. It's never consistent enough. Like, it's going to get super, super cold. And it might also, depending on where you are, like, if we stay in Arizona, get super, super hot. It's just not consistent well, enough. Well, it even so, showed snow on the radar last night at, like, 8 p.m. We've kind of been locked in the van for the past 36 hours due to cold and wind. wind. The yeah. wind makes it very brutal. The other day, it was, like, extremely windy. I think the highest winds we've ever experienced in the van, like, gusts of up to 60, 65 miles an hour uh, overnight. That was the windiest we've ever experienced. Yes. It was. It was pretty crazy. It was like a full-on, it was also a full-on dust storm. Like yeah. It was windy all day, and then by the evening and afternoon, which the sun is starting to set later. So because late. we have finally transitioned from time zones when we came across the Arizona-Utah border, which is still throwing us off. But yeah, by <laughs> by the evening dusk, like you couldn't see the, the plateaus on the horizon because they were just blotted out with just like white, which yeah. is from the dust and the light just like... 
yeah, it was like a veil of dust. So, um, yeah, it was like a full-on dust storm for who knows. Yeah, that was definitely all day. the most intense wind we have experienced and in while living in the van. And it's not really that fun when your house you is having just fun. like shaking all night. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was going late into the night. So, I mean, sleeping was rough. Um, I mean, it went to like 1 a.m., yeah. which all that mean meant for us is that we needed to play Stardew Valley uh, until it stopped, I think which we, we got did, close. I think we played till like a little after 12, so yeah. we did get close to 1 a.m. Yeah. But but how did we end up in Escalante? That's what we were talking that's about, what I, right? That's what I was getting at. And so, why did we choose this route? Yeah. So winter has ended. Spring comes. That's when we start to leave our lovely, warm, gentle hug of Arizona and venture out into the rest of the country. Yeah, literally this morning eating breakfast, we tried to eat outside, and I was like, wasn't it warmer? Like, why is it warmer in January than it is right now midway through April? That's April. just because of where we are. Did I say April? April. 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 So when we decided to leave Arizona, um, a big spot that's been on our mind is Moab. We love Moab, Utah. We like to hang out there a lot. It's a great place to be a nomad, but it's also just an amazing area the nature there is astounding and very very beautiful and very different and we were kind of craving moab you should be moab's tourist uh marketing guide what do they call that person oh man what is marquisel i know Uh, (laughs) there's a term for it it's not coming to me right now but the head of tourism in charge of tourism head of tourism for moab you just spoke it moab's nature is astounding is that Mm -hmm. the word you used Mm -hmm. there sign off amy clayton who, yeah, you want to go to the Moab now. Yes. So that's, I mean, like, without even really having to talk about it, we just would know that that was a, a, a option for a plan. Well, that's been, like, I keep on saying we've been doing this, like, upside-down L, essentially, mm-hmm. since we've been in the van. If you, like, look at a map, so everyone pull your maps out now. It's like a classroom. Not on your phone. Pull out the paper map. Everyone get out your paper map, unroll <laughs> it, go over to where you can find Denver. If you drive... Straight west from Denver, you hit Moab, right across Utah. And then from Moab, if you drive straight down south, you go through Sedona, Phoenix, to Tucson. So that's been our upside-down L. We've just retraced that steps pretty much. Who who knows? But even in a year and a half, I feel like we've done it like seven times. Yeah. That is our – that's our main corridor. That's the main – that's our, like – main corridor. Main driveway, really. Yes. Our Um. driveway. Well, you park on the driveway and you drive on the parkway. Uh, explain that, one never, that to that me. That one never made sense to me. I'm not even going to act like I can explain that. Um, so, yeah, Moab was definitely like the routine next step or the comfortable next step. And it wasn't out of the question. But then we really started thinking and we were like, you know what? We've got some time before we have to be um, in a certain spot. What if we like kind of took the scenic route to Moab and explored a few places and a few spots that we have never seen before? Because we actually have driven through southern Utah. We drove one time from Vegas to Moab. So that's pretty much straight across southern Utah. Hey, but we have a Zion National Park sticker <laughs> that we purchased ourselves from the Zion Visitor Center and then just can proceeded to drive straight through the park. <laughs> well, that's because things were closed. It was a weird time for Zion. It was at a that weird time. time. Um, but still have the intentions to go back at some point, which we did try. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. So we have driven across Southern Utah, but we had a mission. We were going to Moab. Like we weren't, 
really stopping anywhere and didn't really get to enjoy it. But I have, I've heard over the years, especially when we first got introduced to Escalante and just since being on the road that Southern Utah is just a fun playground. There's so much beauty, so much fun, so many fun hikes to do, so much fun things to see. Um, and I mean, if you think about it, uh, Utah has five national parks in that state. That's a lot. Yeah. And they're all in the South, like Moab and South, you know? So like, there's gotta be some cool stuff if that's what's going on. Well, they're on. all kind of along that same route that we've been driving. Yeah. Essentially, Moab has two right there. You keep on going Southwest, you come across, you pass Capitol Reef, mm-hmm. you pass Bryce, and then you hit Zion. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that route backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it just kind of, it felt right. And as we've mentioned before, we're still with our group of friends that we've actually kind of accidentally kind of turned into a caravan. Not really, and not meaning to, but it just keeps naturally happening to where we just keep kind of traveling to the same spots. And I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining. I no. definitely enjoy it. I like the words we've been using as it's like an accidental caravan, but we've been doing intentional community. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, accidental or intentional, it's a fine line there mm, between yeah. uh, which one we're doing, but I think we're all enjoying it. No, we definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really life-giving and really cool and fun to like travel with a couple of other, a couple of other nomads as well. So after chatting with them too, we decided, okay, let's take the scenic route. Let's go up to Lake Powell. For your quote, birthday. Unquote. Oh, yeah. Have we even talked about you your know, birthday? No, we haven't. Well, that was kind of one of the reasons the caravan became accidental. And it was because of my birthday? Well, well not because <laughs> of your birthday, but uh, shout out to Bryce and Jen, the Average Wanderers, and Sarah, the Darling mm-hmm. Dirtbag. We mm-hmm. both had them on the podcast, and I hope they're listening right now. Hi they guys. better be. Yeah, intentional you better community. leave. Yeah, come on. No, I'm just kidding. Accidental <laughs> caravan <laughs> just of kidding. intentional communities. We're not playing Stardew tonight. If, if you're not you listening. haven't listened to those episodes with them, definitely check them out. They are <laughs> awesome, great conversation. Yes, very, very awesome people. Yeah. Um, but we kind of all met down in Tucson, and then, you know, slowly as the weather forced us out of Tucson, the warm weather, the too warm weather yeah. forced us out of Tucson and just time to go because we had been down there for. <laughs> Four months-ish. I don't know how long I've been gone, but it feels like ages, but they say it's <laughs> the only days. The desert will do days. that to you. Oh. What is the Lord here online? Feels like ages, though they say it's only days. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, and so and then we all headed up to Sedona. We're like, oh, we're going to be around Sedona. And then it's like, well... You know, at one, it was one, it was Bryce's birthday, and then mm-hmm. the next week it was your birthday, and then the next week it was Sarah's birthday. And it's like, well, we can't like leave each other for that. Like, we got to get back together to celebrate well, we these could. birthdays. We, we could, could not. <laughs> we could, but it just, I don't, like I said, just the naturality of it kind of like folding out like that. Like, oh, it's Bryce's birthday this week. Oh, yeah. it's Amy's next week. Oh, it's Sarah's the next week. And, and we're all kind of like headed towards yeah. the same direction. So it's like, yeah. It was kind of it, like, why wouldn't we? It's felt you know? very natural and yeah. it happened all organically and it still is happening daily organically. Yeah. So it's been very cool. But yeah, we uh, we all c- kind of left Arizona because, yeah, the spot we stayed on Lake Powell was actually technically in Utah. Technically, but it's literally right on the border. Um, so, yeah, the first spot we went to after leaving Arizona, first like brand new spot in a really long time mm-hmm. was Lake Powell. Which we were supposed to go to Lake Powell in the van in 2020. Oh, yeah. It was one of our planned trips when we had bought the van, but we still had a house. Uh, rental house in Denver. That was going to be one of our trips because we had an elopement there. But that elopement ended up getting canceled uh, by something. 
I can't what was remember. it? Oh man, it's totally escaping me right now. There's I, something that made them cancel. Yeah, yeah, something that made like them out of their control. I think. Yeah, it feel like it affected the whole world, but I don't know. I'm blanking on it. Anyways, I'm sure it'll come they to ended me. up rescheduling it to Moab, which is still a great mm-hmm. spot, um, and very kind of similar to Lake Powell vibes. But yeah, yeah that was our first time at, and I, you said it earlier, quote unquote, mm-hmm. Lake Powell. Yeah, it was an interesting spot because it was it was beautiful and like there is so much beauty around that area but it's also very much mixed with sadness because of how low the water was i mean the place that we stayed at um there's this awesome rock like big like pillar rock just like out supposed to be out in the middle of the lake is what it's always been but literally now there's no water touching it you can walk right up to it you can walk around it like there's no water surrounding it anymore so it was kind of sad to see. That was a very, it was a really like intense up close look at what's happening to nature. Yeah. And know? I have been reading, I mean, I think all winter and this year and the previous years have come across articles about, um, I think especially this year though, about yeah. the shortage of water in the West and especially dealing with Lake Powell, which I've always heard about but had never seen firsthand. And then we got there and it was still, it's very remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, to even like see it without water because it feels actually more Moab-esque without water. But yeah, it's crazy. And then when you see photos, I like posted this photo on my Instagram of like, hey, I think there's supposed to be water around this rock because there's no water. And like so many people responded of like photos from when they were there like last year or Mm -hmm. the year before. And it looks like full on perfectly blue turquoise lake. Um, I mean, the water levels, I don't know what the stats are, but they're probably like below 5,200 feet from what they were just a few years ago. And it's like a historic shortage right now that uh, at least our golf courses are green, right? That's good. Good good that we can golf on them greens. Yeah. Put away, people. It was a weird, weird combo of feelings because it was beautiful and definitely somewhere I've been wanting to go and see. But also I knew, I knew even before we got there, it wasn't going to be what it used to be yes but still pretty and yeah. we had a fantastic celebration yeah we did of your kevin byard year my kb year kb kb 3-1 pro bowl yeah it was a really fun celebration um it was a, it was a great weekend wow that was a good weekend yes from lake powell then once again we still were even considering going to moab i do well, remember like- still talking being like we could just go to Moab from here. Well, with this accidental caravan of intentional community, we've only really been planning like five days out. <laughs> you know, all of us kind of need service in a, like a work week in, yeah. the, in the middle of the week, not like the full Monday to Friday, though. Mm-hmm. but like just the middle, we need kind of stability. Um, so we've kind of been like waiting week by week to see what's happened next. And like at the end of the week, we'll reconvene and be like, well, what if next week we like traveled here and scouted mm-hmm. here and found the spot and then like worked all week and then saw this on the weekend and next week maybe travel there so it's been like a week by week planning we did kind of loosely sketch out a route of um how when we wanted to be in moab yeah um but the month that it's taken us to get there is like completely open so yeah. uh yeah every like weekend after someone else's birthday we'll reconvene and be like so where are we headed to next or like the, if anyone was like feeling something yeah. that's kind of been it's like well i think we want to head over to zion and go mm-hmm. see bryce next week and we'll mm-hmm. be like okay we'll head that way too if we can yeah. find something good we'll make it work 
if there's nothing with service or like something happens, then we can just continue on. And that's kind of always been our backup plan. Like if, if stuff were to fall through, it's like, well, we can just go to book it on the Moab. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's exactly what we did next. After Lake Powell, we ended up like in between Zion and Bryce. Yes. And that was a really cool area. We didn't explore as much there. We kind of just continued on to Bryce. As we brought up earlier, we did try to go into Zion. Um, last minute. It was last Spur of the moment. But their permit, I mean, the way they do their permits is like 24 hours before. So. Well. So they, you can get permits for that hike months out. Yeah. But then they we don't, also we have... We don't work that way. <laughs> no, we don't work that way. Well, I, I wasn't really... That was... I was... So our route was kind of planned from like, hey, we had driven through Zion. We've driven but through it, yeah. I just know like April is the time for all these national parks. I mean, Utah is in Sedona and the Grand Canyon. Like, this is the best weather. Even yeah. though we're dealing with 20 degree temperatures at the night right now in Escalante, like, this is the prime season for all those national parks. And Zion is by far the busiest out of. It's the most popular. I don't know. Maybe Arches would be next, but I still feel like Zion is a little more popular. So I was kind of just trying to bypass Zion. It just happened that we would be close to it. Yeah. But I more wanted to see Bryce and then maybe Capitol Reef on the way to Moab to, like, kind of. I mean, people have heard of them, but they're definitely far less trafficked which i don't really understand because i thought bryce was awesome it's like, cool but it's also like much smaller yeah than any like there's there's not I that mean, many different hikes you can do yeah <laughs> but still like the hikes you can do like the way you can get down in that canyon and next to those crazy hoodoos that are like unlike anything you've ever seen before except for when you were building drizzle sandcastles on the beach as a kid it's cool. It's cool. I think Bryce sits in Zion's shadow a lot. Because Bryce doesn't have an Angel's Landing hike. They don't have a Narrows hike or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just That's a just my different, opinion. different national park. But also, I'm know? riding high off of Bryce because we actually did go hike in <laughs> yes. Bryce and we did not go hike in Zion. Well, so. we last second tried to get an Angel's Landing permit, yeah. which is a yeah a famous hike in Zion. If you're unawares, but you uh, yeah you can get a permit months out, or you can do like a day before enter a day before lottery mm -hmm. to where you have to pay for a lottery ticket for a time slot to get drawn to buy a permit to hike it the next day. <laughs> if it sounds like a scam, I think it is <laughs> because if you don't get it, you don't get your money back. Yes. So we wasted six dollars. And I guess that goes to the national parks. Good job. Good job, parks. Good job, national parks. <laughs> I hope they need that money. Yeah, the lottery permit system is is a little weird, um, and it, it is. I do think like that's hard for people like us, like nomads who don't plan months in advance in that way. Even though we're the people who are like close to these national parks all the time, it makes it harder for us. Well, what's weird too, yeah, it does make it harder for us. And also that we live here because uh, one thing we missed talking about when we were leaving Lake Powell is that we actually went back in the Arizona last day and saw Horseshoe Bend, another kind of famous monument and uh, almost like Grand Canyon-esque right outside of Page, Arizona. And uh, we went and saw it, had to pay again, didn't have to pay a few years ago. Um, it was packed on a Monday, like yeah. afternoon. We did choose specifically not to go on a weekend. We, yeah, and it didn't matter. Didn't Monday feel was like still it. And I, and I still remember, like, it's kind of like a, a mile hike in or so, yeah. like a 25 minute walk essentially to the viewpoint and then out. And I remember coming out, I was like, I don't think I heard a single English accent or like English, like, 
there were so many different languages being talked in the people around us. It was, it was like total just tourist tourism, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is also happening to our national parks mm-hmm. to where, yeah, nomads, it's hard to enjoy them when you live here mm-hmm. because they're full of people yeah. from elsewhere. Yeah. And but I mean, I'm glad it, they're seeing it and I can't. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like in order for them to come see it, they have to plan in advance because they don't live here, obviously. So they have to plan a trip. With us, it's very last minute. It's like, oh, yeah, we could drive by Bryce and Zion and be there next week. Yeah. And But we don't know we're going to do that six months in advance, you know. But also the great part of this kind of nomadic lifestyle is that basically all of Utah and, like, Arizona are, like, different national parks, essentially. There's so much, like, even the spot we're parking, the views are awesome. Uh, the landscape is really cool. We did, a like, a little walk slash hike through this wash the other day, which mm-hmm. was had insane textures and different types rocks. of colored rocks and, like... That is, like, I'm almost more amazed by that than, like, just getting to visit a national park. Like, some of the, obviously, the views and, like, the viewpoints you see in national parks are, like, unmatched. Yeah. But some of, like, you know, just being in it is essentially what we're doing. Yeah. Just not in that. We're, like, we're living in the national park area without seeing just, like, the main little viewpoint or yeah. something. The main outlook or the yeah. main. Which is, so that's the great thing about Utah. It's a great thing about Moab. I think Escalante has it, even though we haven't explored it that like much Arizona here. Yeah, it. Arizona has tons of it. So, yeah, you don't have to really get the national park experiences it's true. by being in the national park. That is very true. That's really true. And I would definitely agree with that. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, I'll see Zion when the time comes for me to see Zion. Because I'm basically like, we lived right outside Zion yeah, we, for a week with we like lived rolling like hills and red than, Less than rocks. 30 minutes yeah. outside so, Zion, yeah. So, you know, yeah, I didn't see the angels landing, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm absorbing the energy from Zion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Yes. 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 <laughs> but we did hike in Bryce. And as I said earlier... I really thought Bryce was just like, oh, well, we did. We hiked in Bryce with a Bryce. We hiked with our friends, Bryce and Jen. But I was really impressed with Bryce. And I really liked all the canyons, all the hoodoos that we saw. And it was a great, like, seven-mile hike. I really feel like I experienced that whole area. And that landscape was something I hadn't seen. If you don't know what a hoodoo is, should we give a multiple choice? Drizzle Sandcastle. Drizzle Sandcastle. But in, but it's orange with little white stripes. It looks like a Drizzle Sandcastle that they spray painted like, hey, what's the color of a traffic cone? Give me that spray paint color. <laughs> and I don't think it was as bright as a traffic cone. Well, it was, it was worn more... down with time. You know, <laughs> it's been there for a while. Okay, but traffic at cones one point, okay. <laughs> someone spray painted Bryce Canyon like a traffic cone. <laughs> And over time, it's, like, faded a little bit here and okay. there. And then, yeah, that's uh, that's basically what it looks like. But, <laughs> yeah, it was, no, it was cool hiking in there. And, and a great spot for another nomad-friendly national park because we could just come in within one – excuse me. <laughs> within one day, don't, didn't need to get any permits yeah. and pretty much do the main hike because it wasn't that trafficked and then felt like we experienced Bryce. So yeah. uh, especially with two dogs in our house – car mm-hmm. um it was a very approachable national park to do yeah yeah i felt the same way to where zion is not that way you have to get permits and you shuttles. have to ride shuttles mm-hmm. you have to deal with parking and crowds and crowds of people mm-hmm. so maybe just go to disney world <laughs> same thing <laughs> that's not i want everyone to go to disney world so that i can go see zion okay because i've already been to disney world i don't need to go to zion <laughs> rice was cool and after Bryce, we eventually, thats that was the last stop before we came over here to Escalante. Escalante. Which. Escalante. 
it's been really refreshing to be in like a super nomad friendly town again. We spent so much of our winter in the Tucson area. So we weren't far from like a city, but like cities aren't necessarily nomad friendly. I mean, we could find everything we needed. Like well, they're we had, friendly towards all people. Like, like they'll have, you'll find everything you need. Yeah. We'll find everything you need and you have like options on grocery stores. You have options on a, on anything. But, like, when I say a nomad-friendly town, I mean, like, a town where, like, they know nomads are coming through. So, they have it's water like the spigots. only people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have water spigots where you can get water at. For free. They have, like, good, good outdoor stores. Like, good little local outdoor stores. They have parking. They have... Available showers. Showers and laundry and... Bars, yeah, because that's really what the nomads want <laughs> is bars, and sometimes that's harder to find in Utah than you think. Yeah, I will say that's the biggest, biggest bummer about Utah is just alcohol in general, which I did not know this until we went to even Moab. for a while. Like, I feel like even the first couple of times we went to Moab, I did not realize it. I don't think I realized it either because I was just buying beer at like gas stations thinking it was the same. And then finally someone told me like, oh no, beer in anything other than a liquor store is capped at 5%. Yeah. Even if the original brew, say like an IPA that a brewery does is like supposed to be brewed at 7.9%, which you can buy from the brewery, 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 or a liquor store. If you buy that same beer from the gas station, it's only going to be 5%. Yeah. Alcohol. Utah. Utah is not the same thing as alcohol. They have very weird very different. alcohol laws. Um, I mean, even things like when we were at that little pizza place a couple days ago at the Outfitter shop, mm-hmm. um, you got a drink and we were sitting outside and it was one of those places you just walk up to the counter and order. And so the guy like got the beer out and you went to grab it and he was like, no, I have to like take it to your table. Well, this was, yeah, we we found this, like, kind of all-in-one stop in Escalante, which is, like, really only this, I mean, the rest of the city is nomad-friendly, but mm-hmm. this one little place is extremely nomad-friendly. They have showers, they have laundry on site, they have water fill-ups, they have an outdoor store, and they have a full-on, like, pizza bar. Mm-hmm. Pizza so, bar coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, everyone went to shower, but uh, there was only three showers, so I was like, I'll just grab a beer. So I went to order a beer, and the guy, and I was like, I just want to get a beer. And he was telling me what he had on draft, and I picked one. And he's like, "Well, in Utah, you also have to order food to order because we're considered a restaurant, not just a pub." Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, "All right, give me the cheapest thing you got." Which they had a vegan cookie actually, so I got a vegan cookie and a beer <laughs> while you guys were showering. <laughs> and then so I went to like grab the beer when he poured it, and he's like, uh, "Actually, I have to like serve it to your table." And I was like okay and then he was like so go pick a table and i'll just follow you so he was just like walking outside with me just me and him and the beer (laughs) and the one beer i had the cookie though and i was like where can i sit can i sit outside he's like yeah you can sit outside i just gotta follow you outside and put it on the table in front of you before you touch it and i was like okay let's do this so i got to know the guy jake hope you're listening to the podcast um but yeah he served me my beer the other day it's just, Thank you. there's, like, little things like that. Like, them having to, like, serve you at the table. Like, you can't just take it <laughs> yeah. to your table. And yeah. the, the food thing. Like, you had to buy a cookie if you wanted to get a beer. You can just get a beer. Um, I remember um, one time when we were in Moab, I ordered... I had, like, a little bit left in my drink, and I just went ahead and ordered another one. And the server was like, I can't 
bring in another drink for you until I take away the one that's on the table. Have, like, and she's like, and you're not, you you're not done yet, so I'll let you finish. And then you can, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many weird little, just like nit, nitpicky yeah. things like that. So don't come to Utah to drink. Come to Utah <laughs> to marry a bunch of wives or whatever. And all of the um, liquor stores are owned by the government. Some branch of the government. Like, they're, there's not, like, locally owned liquor stores. It's just, like... The state owns them. The state. That's it. it they are all state-owned. Like, in Moab, there's only one liquor store. It's owned by the state. Um, and there's they can, not... They make their own hours. They make their own prices. There's not a great selection Because they're either. not competitive with anyone. And there's not a great selection. So, yeah, it is... You do need to... If you are planning to come play in Utah and explore in Utah, I'd definitely recommend it it's an awesome state as far as nature goes as far as alcohol goes it's a sucky state so just prep for that so yeah that's something i didn't i did not know and i still feel like i continue to learn yes <laughs> as we're here yes <laughs> but it does feel good to be in a nomad friendly town again yes and we've been here through the week and it's and it has the weather has been hit or miss well it's been pretty missed the last few days so it's not spring. a whole lot of time outside which very is spring. just yeah it's uh you know you get cabin fever when it's just even windy days can... are you getting cabin fever no we've been doing good at like little spurts of getting outside when the wind's not too much yeah 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 not enough. And, and just with all the activity and from the last like month and stuff, I feel like I've gotten good balances of outside time yeah. and then days where it's like, okay, we're pretty much going to be cooped up in the van for the next day and a half. Um, but then we'll find days like, you know, I feel like every weekend for sure when we've been doing this birthday tour, uh, like we'll, we'll spend three straight days around campfires yeah. outside. The weather's great. Um, so... So it's a good kind of little reset of like, oh, the the weather, the bad weather and the wind seems to happen at times where it's like, I need to just kind of be inside working, reading, kind of just like grounding. Working on your farm. Working on our farm in Stardew mm -hmm. Valley. Yeah, playing hours and hours of Stardew Valley, which we're now over 30 hours in. I know. I told you, this is by far the most I've ever put into like an RPG style. I know you won't call it an RPG but an RPG style well, game. Well, Bryce said it said it was like an RPG. So have you changed your mind just because he said it? I mean, I, I do respect his said... opinion when it comes to video games. You, having never played another RPG besides the first plateau of Breath of the Wild, which you're still on, by the way. You're still on the high plateau. All I heard you say was that you don't respect my opinion when it comes to video games. No, did I say that? You said, well, I respect his opinion when it comes to video games. And you heard that as... I don't respect Amy's opinion. When it comes to video games. I did not say that. <laughs> I was being like, I like apples, and you're like, you hate oranges? <laughs> I love oranges. I'm so offended. We're not, this isn't apples to oranges. This isn't apples and oranges, Caleb. <laughs> Is it apples to apples? It's apples Because I would play that game. <laughs> Over, no. Yes, this is by far the most hours I've put into an RPG game. Yeah, which is a, it's a funny thing of van life that we can be kind of... Oh, would you consider us hardcore gamers? I mean, you definitely. Yeah. I feel like I'm becoming one now with this game. Cause You're I've, in the environment of one. like, And I'm invested. Like, I'm building something there. Yes. That you, know? you can take with you to real life. Yes. You can like, apply all the thousands and thousands of gold we've made <laughs> on our farm. and We're so rich in video games. But, <laughs> like, all the other games that I 
used that like I would get into like Halo or like CTR or anything Mario. It was very like there was less of an attachment. So it was like I would just show up, play, have fun. It's like watching a live sporting event. And then like when it's over, I'm not like like there would be times I was like I would definitely like, ooh, I would love to play this tonight or I'd love to play CTR tonight. I'd love to play some Halo. But it wasn't like I had ideas about what I wanted to do it's just i know i wanted to play now we spend we spend our dinners sketching out our like the blueprints for how we want to lay out our farm with stardew yes i'm literally like oh i can't wait to play tonight because i know that i i'm wanting to put like a corn i need to finish up my corn beds and like the flower beds and then i need to go give elliot a lobster today and i really want to build a crab trap or a yeah crab you need to go give elliot a lobster from my crab trap no i'm no from I'm, your, you're not catching any lobsters I with your said, lone crab trap over there that never gets bait in it. I've been wanting to build a new crab trap. A new one? For me. <laughs> you have one. Just take the one you have. <laughs> I didn't build that one. Oh, yeah. Someone gave it to you. Yeah. Well, you need I've been to... wanting to build one from like the ground up. We have the stuff. But anyways, this is what I'm saying. I've never been like this with a video game. <laughs> or been like, oh, I could literally, like if we played a night and... You talk to me tomorrow, I could tell you everything I did. See, that's where I think it's almost more of like a a simulation, you know, as like, say, The Sims crossed over with some kind of like farming simulation. It does have like RPG elements because you are like raising in skills, but all that stuff is kind of more just like bonuses. Like it doesn't affect the base game. Like if your farming were to never progress in skill, like would it stop you from continuing trying to like make your farm better year by year and like make more money? No. It would because you get make more money because you if you like yeah you get up. like slight little perks but yeah it's not like essential. To it's not the game. gonna you're not gonna be able to not play the game if you don't level up. Is that true in most RPG games? Like in Skyrim, if you don't level up in any of you're your not gonna trees? be able to beat the game at all. Okay, yeah, I would not say that's the case yeah. with Stardew. Yeah, so that's where Stardew is more like yeah you're like it's like simulating another life for you uh, yeah. that you have in this little world where you like is mostly built around like making a farm and selling crops and like being yeah, sustainable, being sustainable. Um, and then also like forming relationships with people in town and building those relationships mm-hmm. and like possibly getting married. So that's where it does. I mean, all that stuff can happen in like a Skyrim, mm-hmm. but uh, Skyrim's more built on like its core is this kind of progression of getting your character from of the character of the character more than gotcha. like the, the w- simulation of the world. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, That's okay. how I. I'm glad we worked it. Yes. that out. Okay. Where it started, it's like you feel like you're just dropped into like Westworld almost. It's mm-hmm. Like go, go live your life here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, if you if you want to progress, that's fun. It'll make your life a little bit more fun and easier. If mm-hmm. not, you can still do everything you need to do. You can do everything you need to do, but you can do more things if you progress, which is fun. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I hadn't, we hadn't like talked in that in depth. We'll about... have to get Bryce and Jen on for an episode of just Stardew Valley. <laughs> yes. I'm asking it... you right now, Bryce and Jen, would you come on for just an episode of Stardew Valley? When you listen to this, text us just either yes or no. Immediately. Like yes. right now. When pause you hear it. me saying this, pause it and text us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that you want to do a podcast about Stardew Valley. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's caught up to where we are. Escalante. Yeah. Escalante still taking the scenic route to Moab. We do have some things on our radar to hit still on the way. We'll see if that happens. Yes. But, but we also might just stay in Escalante and go do an open mic night at the local pub. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> but we do know that we have a, we have a signpost, 
uh, end of April to be at Red Rocks. Yeah. We now have, you have tickets to a Red Rock show. I'm so excited. So yeah, by the end of April, we'll be back in Colorado. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. That sounds that's like a, a good that. podcast for today. <laughs> Let's go play Stardew. I wonder if we can start a podcast in Stardew. Mm, that would be cool. What, that would, that, I feel like that would have been with the, the 1.5 update, you know? That probably wasn't in the original wait till game. Wait to the 1.6. Okay. Wait to that 1.6. Okay. Concerned Ape, if you're listening, podcast option. Eric. 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 Well, thank you for listening. Do you play Stardew? Do you play Stardew? Have you ever been to Zion? Have you ever been to Zion? Do you drink in Utah? Do you drink in Utah? How do you do it? Give us all the tips besides trying to load up in Arizona or Colorado before you cross the state line, which we didn't do a great job of. Okay. We will see y'all next time. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out. Out.